This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners. No matter how you found me, whether it was by way of a guest episode, solo episode, you found me on the Googles or on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Thank you so much for being here. If there is anything that you've li- listened to out of these last 181 episodes uh, when this one goes live, I just ask that you share it with at least five people um, just because of two reasons. One, I want Slime Self-Doubt to be a household name. Two, I am trying to reach 50,000 downloads by the end of 2022, and I need your help. So if you can do that for me, I'm asking that you share right now your favorite episode that you've heard. Send it to five people. Share it on your social media, whatever you need to do. Let's just get the word out. If you are not subscribed to the newsletter, please make sure you go do that now. You can go straight to the website and subscribe. Um, the newsletter is something that comes out twice a week, consist- consistently, twice a week consistently, to let you know the podcast for Sunday and then the podcast for Thursday. Uh, but also on Sunday, I give you three ways to slay your week with a scripture, a song, and a sermon. And they all mean something to me. It is something that I, I've listened to, something that I've watched, something that I've meditated on. And so I just want to share that with you. Um, yeah, so let's just hop right in. So we have some announcements this week and a celebration. So y'all, I know if you have been following me, if you have been listening to me, I've mentioned it a, a, a handful of times. And if you um, if you were, if you saw my social media this weekend on Friday, we found out that my son was accepted into all three high schools that he applied for. And I am just so proud. Like it was really a proud mom, mom, mom moment. And, um, if you've been on this journey with me, you know how my story started. And so to be here now, almost 15 years later, cause it'd be 15 this year. Um, I'm just, Man, you sometimes you don't see the uh the the purpose of it all. You don't always see, you know, why you go through the things that you go through, but when the results come and you are proud of everything that you may have sacrificed, everything that you may have questioned, thought about, doubted, all all the ups and downs, um it makes it all worth it and um 
you know, I had people calling me telling me congratulations. And I was like, you know, really, it's him. And I had to tell him, like, you know, I'm Phil Jackson, of course, like I'm the coach. Um, and I was like, but you you are Michael Jordan, right? Like you did the work. Like you made sure like he is somebody that we don't have to worry about when it comes to school like he will make sure his work is done before anything you'd be like what are you doing oh I'm reading oh I'm studying oh I have to go do this so I'm thankful for him I'm thankful for his diligence to his education himself to him wanting to be a good student um and the fact that he has options like let's go okay um so yeah so if you see him out in the street I mean, you probably won't, but if you did, because <laughs> uh, he'd be in school. Uh, but yes, my my just I, I celebrate all the kids who um is are finding out what high schools they're going to, what colleges accepted them. Um, uh, it's a great feeling, you know, and and I'm just I'm I'm grateful in this moment. So uh the next announcement is y'all know March is women's history month, okay, and we celebrate us all. 31 days okay um and we will be doing slang selves out that is two things to celebrate this year so you all know that i do 31 days of slay and that is where we honor that's where i will honor and celebrate 31 women who have bravely bravely shared their stories on this show and i want to give them their flowers now i was able to do it last year um, I actually thought about it. I thought I did it twice, but clearly I went back and looked and I was like, girl, no, you only did it once. So I did it. <laughs> this is my second time. So now, you know, so even still is just remarkable, right? Because even at this point, I'm like, dang, that's still 60 women that I've been in, that God has intentionally connected me with. And I'm being intentionally connected this year, which means I'll do it again. Right. And so it's just going to continue to happen. And, um, I'm just excited. So make sure that you, if you're not following me, make sure that you are. So you're able to get connected with these women. Some of these women are local to the DMV area. Some of these women are international. They are all over the place. And so I am, I'm just grateful that I'm, I, they are a part of my journey and I was able to be a part of theirs. And so I just really want to give them um, like I said, I want to give them their flowers now. Some of them, this was coming on here was their first podcast, right? Like it's so many things that I'm just like, wow, like ah, just it, next, next, next month is going to be, it's going to be a grateful month. Um, so the second thing is, is that we are back with another IG live cert series. And this is a testimony y'all, because you know, my first IG live was in May of 2020. And that was the moment that I really became free of my anxiety and my insecurity about my face. And since then, I can't even tell you how many lives I've done, whether they've been on my page or on someone else's page, I have been showing up for myself. And so I am, I'm grateful for that. Um, that's just, that's the whole testimony right there. But um, this series is, we are discussing the importance of women's wellness. Um, I find, I, I've realized that well, number one, like our wellness is important. Uh, but number two, over these past couple of years, being in this panorama, we know that that has been sidelined because we have been just overwhelmed with all the other, the outside noise, and we hadn't been taking care of ourselves. And so I, the, um, I really wanted to be able to take the time to talk to some people who are subject matter experts, who are going to give us some tools and some practical tips to really be able to... Um, pour into ourselves in different ways. So we will talk about everything from emotional wellness, physical wellness, your overall health wellness, 
um, your marriage and relationship wellness and your financial wellness. Um, one of the things that I've recognized is that there's a lot of times that we focus on one thing in our lives for various reasons or whatever have you. Um, but it's not a whole like we're not like we're not just that one thing. We are a multitude of things. And so I really wanted to be able to take the time to have these conversations. So y'all make sure that you join us every Thursday in March at 7 p.m. on my page as myself doubt um, to have this conversation. I want y'all in the comments. I want if you have any um, as the every week I will announce who the next person is. Um, and so if you have any questions prior to that, DM me. Um, you can send me an email at info at FeliciaWallace.com. I will not be, there will no be, there will be no podcast for the month, the month of March. Lord, I don't know what's going on with my words today. Um, for the month of March, there will be no podcast, no guest podcast, no solo podcast, because I really want to give these two things my full attention. Um, and you know, this is work. I don't know what, you know, yeah, it's cool to like talk to yourself for like 30 to 45 minutes, but this is legit work. So um, it definitely is something that I have to just like give my attention to because I attention to because it is so important to me. Um, so we are at the second to the last episode of this series. Lord, I knocked over my water. Um and so y'all know this month we're talking about how self-doubt affects your health. And today I want to talk to us about operating in our feelings. Um, I know this far too well. I am a feeling person. If I don't feel like it, I'm not going to do it. Uh, and yeah, that pretty much, if I feel like it, I will do it. You know, I ain't learning that that's not really a healthy gauge because our feelings are fickle. We hear that all the time. They're temporary. You can feel some way in one minute and literally five minutes later feel completely different. But when we're talking about this, when it comes to our health, um, there are times where, because we have, uh, well, for me, there are times where I have been so used to operating in my feelings that that becomes normal to me, right? If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you are ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now back to the show. And with that being said, um, I don't see anything wrong with it, right? I don't even know that I'm not doing certain things. And so when I was working with my health coach, I had gotten to the point where I didn't feel like eating. Not that I didn't need to eat, but I just didn't feel like it. Whether it was, oh, I had something else to do and I was distracted or, oh, then I have to cook something or, oh, then I have to chew. Like, <laughs> you know, it just didn't matter. Like if I didn't feel like it, I would opt for something else. Sometimes that was just drink a soda. Sometimes that was eat a piece of candy. It didn't mean my body didn't still need nutrients. I just didn't feel like putting the effort into doing it. And um, it backfired, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it 
will because that's not our bodies are offer we need nutrition you need to be eating and you can't you can't operate in your feelings for the remainder of your life it just does not work and so you know we were doing a devotional in one of the days for the devotional, the scripture that was given and the um, quote that was quoted um, really stuck out to me. So the scripture was give yourself completely to God for if you were dead, but now you have a new life for you were dead, but now you have a new life. And the quote was, you are free to make whatever the choice you want, but you are not free from the consequences of the choice. And when I thought about that, I was like, oh, OK, then, you know, like <laughs> I get that. Right. And so when I thought about operating my feelings, I'm like, yeah, I get to choose whether or not I want to eat, but then I can't be mad if what is happening to my body is happening. I can choose whether or not I want to take it seriously and get my health together. But that means the consequences of me choosing not to take it seriously, not to do what it is I need to do, I also can't complain about, right? We have, you know, oftentimes you hear, in different situations where you'll tell, tell somebody or there'll be a conversation like, well, that's your choice, but you got to deal with the outcome of it. You have to deal with the consequences. You know that in every area, every other parts of your life, but when it comes to us specifically trying to um, be disciplined in certain things, it's like, I'm going to take the chance, right? So <laughs> one of the things that when I realized I had um, IBS, um, like a form of IBS, I think, I think I have, once I realized I kind of have a mild version of it, I think it was mainly exacerbated because of anxiety, but there are times that my sister, like we'll have this conversation. I have conversations with people and, and I say my sister, because she, you know, was diagnosed with it as well. Um, we'll go to certain places to like Thanksgiving or like Christmas or, you know, family gathering. And we'd be like, I'm, I, I, I would say, I'm gonna just risk it all. Right. Like I'm gonna risk it all. And I'm gonna just eat whatever I want to eat. Knowing in my head the, the consequences of that choice of risking it all is going to be worse than enjoying it in that moment, right? And I remember her asking me was like, I don't know how you do it. And so when I thought about it, I was just kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, I know there's medicine you could take for it. And that's what I'll find myself. But I'm like, but when I have risked, really risked it, risked it all, and was just like, I'm just going to eat whatever, knowing that these things are going to irritate my stomach, bro, I would be like, why? Why did I do that? And so then I found myself in this cycle where I was just like, oh, I'm gonna just do what I want to do. And then the consequence will come, you know, and I would be like, oh my gosh, why did I? And then I'd be like a couple of days or weeks or months go by and he'd be like, oh, all these great things. Let me try it. Eh, nope. I'm right back to where I started until I had, I made a decision and I said, I'm not going to I cannot operate in my feelings anymore because I felt like eating and I felt like risking it all, even knowing, like knowing the consequence of that, I still chose to operate in the feeling that I just wanted. I now have said, what are the alternatives? What can I have in place of that? If I know I can't do this. So like, for instance, you know, I can't eat uh, Chipotle anymore. I just will not change it. You know, people say, oh, you can change, you know, get this instead of that. Don't add. And I'm just like, at this point, I don't even know what made me sick. I just know that was the last thing I had, that it was a down goes Frasier 
man down code 10. And I was like, I don't ever want to feel like that again. Ever, ever, ever don't want to feel like. So then I was like, but I do like the idea of these bowls and, you know, everything kind of being together. And so I found another place that initially I was looking at it and was like, man, I don't really know. Kava. I love Kava. Like Kava is like, if I can eat Kava every day, man, like that. And I used to feel the same way about Chipotle. I, I'm telling you, I used to feel the same way about Chipotle until that joint messed me up. And now with Kava, because of the the healthier choices that I have to make, they have the things that I need. And then I can go in there and I can say, oh, no, I can't I can't have that because that's that's going to mess me up. Uh, So let me get these other options. I don't even know. And again, this is just me. I don't even know what's the Chipotle that I can have. Like I, I didn't even try, but I had to just change. So that brings me to my first point is old habits versus new habits. Like in order for us to stop operating in our feelings, we have to change the habits that we have. We have to be intentional about saying, I don't want to keep doing the same thing. I don't want this same cycle to happen. So guess what? I am going to have to make a different choice. And, you know, part of my different choice was switching over to Carver. And I love it. And there was a period of time where I couldn't even imagine myself eating that. It didn't look appetizing. It was just like, what is it? I don't know. And I'm a I'm a person that, yeah, if y'all was following me, y'all know I wasn't really uh, feeling Trader Joe's because it smelled like dirt. And I've, I've recognized that it's because when people say it, they're like, what? And I'm like, when you walk in, it smells like dirt. And then eventually somebody was like, well, you know, they got plants and flowers at the front. Well, I'm allergic to most outside elements. So plants, flowers, I can smell all that. So I'm just like, it didn't matter to me. Like I couldn't go past it. Like I just was like, no, this smells like dirt. I can't do it. But once I was able to say, okay, I hear these great things about it. Let me go see, you know, of course doing the panorama, you got to wear your mask. So I can't really smell. I couldn't really smell the dirt. I could smell the flowers, but not the dirt smell. But when I went, I was just like, oh man, this is so dope. Like this is, I love this place. Like everything is so fresh and everything is so, you know, and I've been to like four in the past, like five weeks. So again, an old habit and old feelings and old thoughts made me think, oh, I cannot do that. I can't do this because this is this is what I remember. And yes, there are things, there's some things that happen and it could be just like a last thing. Uh, what do you call it? like core memories of just like I'm going to remember the last day I had Chipotle. You can you can best believe that it I will definitely do I still remember how that the, the salad dressing tastes? Do I love the carne asada? Do I love the sofritas? Yes, I love all of that, but I can't have it. It's not good for me. And I had to start saying that to myself, like it's not good for you. So when I would go now, when I go into situations where I debate whether or not I'm a risk at all, I have to say to myself, it's not good for you. It really isn't good for you. Now, um, so that's the first thing, old habits versus new habits. You just have to replace them. And it's going to take some time. Like, it's not going to be immediate. You may or may not, you know, you got to take little baby steps. But again, we talk about this all the time with, with slang self-doubt is that you have to be honest with yourself. If you're not going to be truthful about what's going on, then I'm going to say the same thing I say all the time. What are we doing here? Nothing. We're doing nothing if you're not going to be, you're not going to be honest. And that's fine. So the second thing is faith plus action. 
right? So when we talk about our health and our overall health, I'm not, again, I want to say that I'm not just talking about like people losing weight. Um, I'm talking about your mental health, your physical well-being, like being active, doing all, you know, doing different things, um, going to the doctors, getting your, you know, your, um, your health screenings and all of those things. And so, yes, do I say often, I want to be here for my kids, 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 like that, Lord willing, that is exactly where I want to be. I want to be able to have that. And I want to be able to be there for them. There are things that I want to be able to do. And I'm just like, Lord, if you just allow me to live long enough, and if you allow me to do things, and if you allow me to do that, and I have the faith that those things are going to happen. But then there's work that I have to do. In order for that to be the case, let's just use basic stuff. I need to go to get a physical every year. If I want to live a, a healthier life and I want to live a long life, then I, I'm clear that there are professionals that know how to at least let me know what's going on right now. You know what I mean? We go to the dentist to make sure that our teeth are you know, in our mouths where they supposed to be, they're clean. We don't need no root canals. We don't need none of that stuff. We go get, I'm wearing glasses. We go get our eyes checked when things get a little blurry because I need to be able to see. So if I need corrective lenses, I need to be able to do that because I can't, I can't operate without seeing, right? We go to, when you get get to a certain age you got to go uh for the most part you get to a certain age you got to get certain um screenings whether it's a man mammogram or for men prostate or um colonoscopies I'm trying to think of them but either way all of those things are preventative measures once something happens you're in it it's too late like you're now trying to fix a problem but if you the action is being proactive, right? And so that is what God is calling us to do. Like you have to be proactive. Again, if we talking about operating and our feelings, you may not feel like it feel like it. I so one of the things for me was is that I knew being in healthcare for as long as I I had. Um, there is it is a funny saying. Don't I don't know why, but it's the truth that they say people in healthcare are the worst patients. Some of that is because we think we know better. Some of that is because we have doctor friends and whatever have you, and they can just diagnose us. Can you look at this and tell me what you think this is? Um, some of it is like we can ma manage through it. We know the remedies around stuff. We can shortcut things. But the reality is, is that that's still not true. Like if there's something going on with you you have to get it corrected. So when I was like early thirties, I got my blood work done. So it might've been right after I had little Ryan. Um, and I saw that my cholesterol was high. And in my mind, being 31, 32, something like that, I'm like, I have time. I have time. 35. I have time. 38. I have time. Every time I went, my cholesterol was not going down. It was slowly going up. Right. Then I get to 39 and I'm at the plate. We're in the middle of this panorama, right? And I'm in this place where I'm like, oh man, I'm about to be 40. Like, okay, I got, there's some things that I know that I need to get done, but I really, I need to, one, because of my anxiety, it was exacerbating all the things that was in me. And so everything felt like it was larger than life. And by the time I really sat down and I said, okay, I have to be able to get a handle on this let me just go and do all the things. I want the full workup. Like I was like, let me go. But y'all know what happened? 
by the time I went to the cardiologist and was really getting serious about my my health, I am now at the point that even if I get to even when not if even when I get to my go weight and I am adjusting to a healthy lifestyle, I will still have to take cholesterol medicine. Why? Because I waited too long. I didn't take any action, even though I knew and I was hoping, like, oh, maybe the Lord, you know, get my cholesterol down. I knew what was happening. Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt Podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now, back to the show. But I waited too long. And some of it has to do with hereditary. Like it's just, it's hereditary in my family, which just is a side point. Please make sure, especially in our communities, that you are talking to your kids about whatever whatever health issues happen within your family. And I don't, that could be from cancer, that could be blood pressure, diabetes, kidneys, any, any major organs, major things, please have a conversation because one of the things that we just do not do is we we don't tell we don't talk about what's going on with us. We tell people, you know, you happen to mention it, you bought it, and they're like, oh, what happened to you? Yeah, I've been having this pain, then you know, so now I got to go get an MRI. I know that if you tell me you're going to go to get an MRI, that is like pretty high up there, unless you like injured yourself. But if it's like something that's like an ailing, aching thing, like by the time you get to like an MRI, that's like the highest of the, it's not the actual highest, but it's pretty high up there. Like they take some other things, steps before they get you to a certain level. Right. And so having conversations is helpful to be able to let people know like what they need to pay attention to. That was a conversation that I had with my mom when I found out that literally everybody on her side of the family has cholesterol issues and then she says oh yeah I've had to deal with my cholesterol since I was in my late 20s and I'm like I had I known that when my cholesterol was high at 31 I might I I think I would I don't know but I probably would have taken it seriously because what I would have known is that it ain't it ain't going to do nothing but get worse from here. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm pretty healthy. I'm okay. It's probably just because I had a baby, blah, blah, blah. But some of that hereditary stuff is piled on top of how I was eating, how I was taking care of myself, the amount of stress I was putting on myself, the fact that I wasn't going to the doctors. I was just getting the doctors that I work with to just do, you know, run my blood work and tell me, What's, am I alive? Okay, thanks. I, I, I see you at work tomorrow. You know, like that's it. And so when you operate like that and again we're talking about operating and our feelings like you feel like you okay so you don't even take things seriously and so you know that like I said that's a side note please have these conversations I talk to my kids about it like I want y'all to know what runs in y'all family like these are the things and now I need to know okay if if this run in my family then guess what my kids need to get checked now and I went back about going where we, they have an appointment. When we get to the pediatrician, I'm going to be like, okay, cholesterol is thick <laughs> in my bloodline. I need you to check it. And I need to see where they are because I need to know if I need to correct something now. How, how else do your kids not fall in the footsteps of certain things when it comes to our health? It's just easy to be like, yeah, you know, grandma had that and auntie had that and granddad had that. And then you like, so that's why I have it too, probably. I, 
it's just it's very very serious trust me when I tell you that um and then the last thing I want to talk about is Wayne Nicole so when we think about just everything that I just said and me risking it all with the Chipotle me uh knowing that my cholesterol was high but not doing anything what is it costing you to not get healthy that was a real question that I had to ask myself. What was it costing me to not take care of myself first? It was costing me my mobility because I got, remember I told you, I got to a certain period when my knees and my, my, um, my knees and my ankles swole. I couldn't stand for a long periods of time. I had back pain and it just irritability. Um, I wasn't eating well. And so, you know, my, I know my cholesterol was getting worse, even though I didn't know it was getting worse. Um, I just, I wasn't taking care of myself. And so when I really thought about what it could cost me, if I continue down this road, the short answer for me was death. And that is not what I want. I did not want that. I did not want that for myself. I did not want that for my kids. I did not want that for my husband. And so I had to make the the change for me. And so I'm asking you to ask yourself, what is it costing you to not get healthy? And again, we're talking about mentally healthy, physically healthy, healthy, like food and weight and stuff like that. Um, conversation healthy like to be able to free yourself of of unforgiveness like there's so many things that have to do with health that it's just not like oh I'm I'm skinny or I'm slender and so I don't have a weight issue okay yeah that's fine but there's other things that may be going on that you may not recognize that that you're still unhealthy right and so um I just I want you to think about that I want you to really ask yourself what is costing you to not get healthy and then ask yourself is it worth it if it's worth it and you cool with it you like it I love it baby like that that's fine but it was literally a conversation I had with my husband and he had he said to me like if you you keep complaining about it, but you're not doing nothing, you in here whining to me basically about the fact that you don't like the way you look or that you feel fat or, you know, you want, oh, I just want this part looking in the mirror talking about if this part would just go away right here. And he like, but you you in here eating snacks at 1130 at night. What, what, do, what are we doing? And yeah, we guess what we do. I'm gonna tell you what I did. Like, mind your business. Like, don't worry about me. But that's because that was my defense of saying like, you're right, because I didn't feel like getting healthy. But then I had to make a choice. Do I choose the consequence of what in my mind is maybe the extremes, death of not getting healthy or getting healthy, giving me more time with my family? And I I said, I'm choosing to give me more. Has it been easy? No. Has it been um quick no because I'm not at my goal weight but things about me have changed I am more aware now I I drink more water than I probably ever have in my entire life I can tell by how I talk to other people about my health that my mind changed right and that was the first thing my mind changed just recently I went somewhere and 
I'd have had, but I like, I like coffee. So I had coffee in the morning and I know I'm not supposed to just have coffee in the morning. I know that. I know I have to have it and eat because my health coach has told me like your sugar goes down and then your body is looking for something that has nothing. So this one, this, this was Friday, actually, I go and um, have my coffee. I drop the kids off at school. And then I say, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna try to knock out this grocery shopping. So I'm like, let's go. I go to Walmart, do what I need to do. Then I go to Audi, get what I need to get. And then I'm like, I got one more stop. I get inside the giant. And bro, when I tell you, I, I, I was like, I'm about to hit this floor. I could feel it. Like I was like, I'm about to pass out. Now, mind you, for the last 30, no, I probably stopped drinking coffee till I was in my 20s. So let's say for 15 years, right? For 15 years, I drank coffee every day with no food and wouldn't eat again until, I don't know, maybe the evening. So my body, this old habits versus new habits, my old habits showed up and I was like, I'm going to be fine till I get home normally I would have just pushed my way through that and was like, let's go. I immediately stopped where I was at, turned around because I, I felt sick. I was like, I don't even have no water in this car. I just need, I just turned around and I went home. I went home. I ate my prepared meal that I had already meal prepped and I felt so much better. And I, I told myself, I, was, I, was, I can't do that no more. I cannot do that. That is now a core cool memory. I remember now you can't keep you can't operate like that no more because you've changed your habits and you've been doing different actions along with your faith and you weighed the cost. I, I don't want to pass out in a job because I eat like in my sugar dropping. No, I didn't want that. And I, I didn't make the choice. No, because I know you're probably saying, well, you could just got something out of it. No, because at that moment I was hungry. I was starving. I would have taken anything and I probably would have picked up uh, 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 I don't know, a bag of chips or a chocolate bar or something. But what I needed was this lean and green meal that I had of a cup of the, all this protein and vegetables that I have been eating for weeks and weeks at a time. Now my body is used to that. No, I needed to give it nutrients. I couldn't give it no more junk. It, my body was like, no, sis, we need to eat. I don't know what you're doing, but we need to eat. But that was something that just reminded me like, you're on this journey. There will be times where things will come up where you think you you the old the old bunt and you're not. You're not her. You can't operate like that no more. So stop playing with yourself. That's basically what my body told me. Stop playing with me. Okay. Um, so quick recap of this episode. First things first, old habits versus new habits. Replace your old patterns and behaviors with new ones. Faith and action. Faith without you working does not work. Just you hear the saying, faith without works is dead. If you don't do no work, it ain't going to work. You can believe all you want. There's only so much the Lord is going to do. If you're not going to do the rest, he's chilling. I'm, he's just going to look at you like, I mean, we here. What you going to do, right? Finally, weigh the cost. What is it costing you to not get healthy? It's a truthful, it's a truthful question. You just have, you have to be honest with yourself. So as always, thank y'all for rocking with me. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter, y'all. Uh, make sure that you tune in over the next 
uh, five Thursdays in March. Yes, five Thursdays in March for the IG Live series about the about women's wellness, the importance of women's wellness. I do not want you guys to miss it. Please make sure that you get in the comments during that time. Um, follow some of these women that I have. If you're not already following them, that I will be shouting out for 31 days in the month of March. Um, I would love to talk to y'all in the comments on Instagram. Make sure that you comment and share. Please share with at least five people. Uh, rate and review. Follow me on Instagram at Slaying Self Doubt. Until next week, see ya. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.